Do you like scary movies? Totally. Hey, y'all. Totally. What's up? It's Jess. Hey, jerk. Speed kills. Oh, baby. Bone Sherry. Hey, what? Lindsay. Bikini. You did a great job. You filthy animals. Hello, Sydney. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> I thought this was about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, I gotta fan myself. Curdled sack of milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm a really good listener. No, you're not. That's true. We're out of here. Bye. The key. Hello and welcome. Bye, y'all. Bye. Plug it up. 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 Breath, what are you doing? <laughs> yo crewies welcome back to another horror movie crew podcast episode i am josh it's jess hey y'all seth here hmc 134 we're talking about the movie rebecca we're finishing up finalizing putting a big hard stamp seth likes big hard things mm. in hitchcock month and you did wear the shirt that i, I got did you. wear the shirt today thank you. you that's a cool shirt it is you should try to look like him, like where the actual suits that he always wore. So. No, that would be too hot. Why not? Be uncomfortable. I don't think so. People used to wear them all the time. I know. Maybe we should go back to that. I, I honestly, I'm all for it, dude. People are getting sloppy out there. Yeah. 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 Like real sloppy out there. You, oh, yeah. you look like you have a good story you want to tell about some sloppiness. I don't, but I've seen plenty of it mm. lately. Like We've all said. been to Walmart. Everyone's in their jammies and you know stuff's hanging out. Like what? What's hanging out? Boobs. I mean, boobs. Boobs. I mean, you know, let's not take that off the table. Like ass. Like good ass, but like not good ass. Not Not good good ass. ass. Like, uh, (laughs) like just too much hanging out off the the back. So my nieces were here last week, and they watched the girls while Abby and I went to see Talk to Me, Mm. and they got a pizza from somewhere, and it was a BLT pizza, Mm. not the. No, we had that Friday, dude. Oh my god, it was so good, and um. (laughs) I was like, dude, how was the pizza? And she was like, it was cheeks. And then walks out of the room. And I'm like, it was cheeks. I'm like, is that good or is that bad? Or <laughs> so some new slang, slang oh term? Oh, yeah. If something's good, they say it's bussin' bussin'. Well, they'll say it's bussin'. If it gets two bussins, that means it's really good. And then if it's like superior, it's like bussin' bussin' on God. What? Oh, no. <laughs> God, we're so old. And then they throw two on God. I want to throw up in my mouth. Dude, bussin' bussin' on God. <laughs> That's what they say. So cheeks is a bad thing? I guess so. It's like booty, right? It's just being like, oh, this tastes like booty. It tastes like booty. It tastes like it ass. tastes like ass. Yeah. Yeah. So cheeks. <laughs> cheeks. All I could think about was Cheeks Cabaret. <laughs> oh, dude, I love Cheeks. Speaking like, of booty. They ordered pizza from Cheeks. I mean, I would. I bet you it had some anchovy drippings on it. Ugh. You suck it off like an oyster. They serve breakfast. <laughs> That cheeks? <laughs> Did you get breakfast when you were there? No, I just remember I always hear it on the radio. Uh, they when be you like breakfast buffet. <laughs> when you worked there, did they let you eat breakfast? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they wouldn't let me. It was just like the the nasty crusty leftovers. Yeah, that? the crusty <laughs> eggs. Like when you're at the hotel and the eggs crust up on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they gave you. It's like here. Yeah, it was gross. Cheeks. They're like. Uh, but it was, been? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> it was a cheeks. job. It was a job. What was your stage name? Sassy. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Just sassy. Yeah. 
Mine would be cheeks. <laughs> I'm cheeks. I work at cheeks. <laughs> cheeks comes, on cheeks. Here comes cheeks on cheeks. Here's the cheeks mascot. Yeah, I heard some people talking though. When I walked out, they're like, there's cheeks. He's busting, busting on God, on God. God. <laughs> That's what they said. Ew. I hate that. Yeah, yeah, well, Abby and I were driving yesterday. We had to go. We finally were able to get water for the water thing. Were you mad when you stayed here last time? And there wasn't any water in the thing. There was water in it. Oh, there was. Mm-hmm. Oh, you must got the tail end of it. There was a water shortage or some short. Some 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 some. some Our Kroger always has them. I think it was just here. Well, couldn't get them anywhere. Anyway, um, we were driving yesterday and we were talking about that laughing because mm-hmm. we were we had done something and I was like, I wonder if that would be considered cheeks. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Call. Oh call our niece um, but she was like you know it's probably no different than the way our parents looked at us when we would say things like the bomb I'm sure yeah. that's sweet yeah. that's just fire that's newer yeah. too isn't it I think yeah cheeks. that's dope the cheeks is dumb cheeks. dope I mean it's no different saying it's ass right that's ass we were more direct about it well she was like that pizza was ass like this tastes like shit yeah or it tastes like, like, shit. like shit she was being po- politically correct she said yeah. cheeks like butt cheeks she didn't say ass cheeks I wonder if it's really bad if it'd be whole. That pizza was whole. <laughs> pizza was whole. <laughs> that pizza was wet whole, dog. That could be misinterpreted. Like, <laughs> it could be. That could be. Fairly bad. I didn't write down the start time. Fudge. Chocolate starfish. In the hot dog flavored water. That was a Limp Biscuit album. Do you guys have that? No. That had rolling on it. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. I remember all of that, but no, I didn't have it. You I look didn't like you it. would remember. All of it. I like, some like Scott Stapp. <laughs> On his poetry That tour. was my time. Would you go to a Scott Stapp poetry reading? No. <laughs> what if he just read Creed lyrics? Like, <laughs> like a night with Scott Stapp and he sat on like a, a bar stool uh-huh. with like a can- one candle with yeah. one candle on the floor that lit him upwards and he just read can we do this real quick we're gonna I look up it's like a gonna, dead dead silent room and he's just yeah. reading these lyrics. Let's look up some Creed lyrics and see Smoking a pipe. <laughs> what was like a popular? Let's do what if because it was from the Scream Three soundtrack. Dude, I'm such a fast typer. Right? I think I think you really want to go see Creed. If you were like, dude, I have an extra ticket to see a night with Scott Stapp. <laughs> Look at him. Dude. <laughs> All right, are you ready? They're blowing go. that cattle fan. <laughs> you got that All barn right. fan going. I can't find the rhyme in all my reason. I've lost sense of time. And all seasons. Feel I've been beaten down by the words of men who have no grounds. Can't sleep beneath the trees of wisdom when your axe has cut the roots that feed them. Forked tongues and bitter mouths can drive a man to bleed from inside out. Yeah, that'd be interesting. What if you did? (laughs) What if you lied? What if I avenge? What if I, for an eye? Do you think it'd be that dramatic, or do you think he would just read it? It would have to be uh, that dramatic. Be dramatic, right? and he'd be like flipping his hair around and shit. <laughs> have a cattle fan blowing on him. I've seen the wicked fruit of your vine destroy the man who lacks a strong mind. Human pride sings a vengeful song inspired by the times you've been walked on. My stage is shared by man, oh, many millions who lift their hands up high because they feel this. We are one. We are strong. The more you hold us down, the more we press on. I think you got to have one stripper behind him on a pole. <laughs> 
swirling like around. Going really slow. And then he just slowly breaks out the acoustic. He like from behind him, like you don't even know it's there, and he just like pulls it out. And he's like, "What if I avenge?" I'm just picturing the stripper going really slow. It's right? <laughs> oh, <that's> terrible, dude. <laughs> I'd go see it. It's terrible. I mean, I would go. Don't get me wrong, right? I feel like I would be laughing too much. No. I mean, I would giggle for sure. It'd be like that one time. Oh, you guys weren't with us. We went to a uh, not so great uh, strip club, and there were some not so great talent. <coughs> Sassy was definitely not there. Mm. Yeah, and we were giggling, and I was where we were getting thrown out. I thought you were saying you went to a nacho club. I was cool. like, ooh, I would go to a nacho club right now, sweet. dude. Nachos sound pretty <laughs> fire right now, dude. Nachos sound busting, busting on God, dude. <laughs> Let's order some chicken nachos. Just have them. <laughs> Dude, I would do that. Dude, Seth, before we continue, I'd like for you to say bussin' bussin' on God. Bussin' bussin' on God. <laughs> there it is. I should say that at work and see if anybody knows what it is. My day is now complete. Before we get started, dude, all the patrons got like 20 minutes of bonus content. We talked about camping trips. We talked about Scott, more Scott Stapp than I really intended for this to go into. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about stand-up comedy. What else did we talk about? I'm sure there was more. I think you already said camping. Yeah, <laughs> camping. did. We were giggling. Seth got mad because we, we Jess pissed. and I were talking. We, we talked about the, the weather for a second. Yeah, That's talked true. about the nice weather. We're going to have to move your guys' seats so you sit in between us. That way, even when she and I are having a conversation, you'll feel involved. You'll be, you'll be turning true. your yeah. head. That's you'll true. be turning your head yeah. so much. You'll be in the middle. Mm-hmm. Did I show you guys my new blanket? No. It's a, <laughs> your new Afghan? No, you have not shown that to us. Dude, it's from Trick or Treat. It's oh. a, It's got all the characters from Trick or Treat on. It's awesome. It's an Afghan. <laughs> Isn't that a person? <laughs> no, it's what? okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why is that funny? Isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. Sounds like Calibri thing all over that's an again. F- that's an ethnicity, isn't it? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah. I'm talking, I, I'm talking about a blanket. Yeah. But I don't Not know. someone from Afghanistan. <laughs> Wouldn't that be an Afghan? Or is that like slang? I should not say that. No, I think that's what they call them. Oh, yeah. Maybe, yeah I don't know. Kind of canceled again, like the Nazi thing. But we're talking about a blanket. Busting, <laughs> busting on God, on God, son. I should call her right now, see if she'll say it. You should. That would be funny. I better have that. I better not. Abby will get mad. A little bit of housekeeping. This is our last Hitchcock episode. Jess, what was your overall feelings on Hitchcock, Mo? I liked it. I enjoyed it. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. It was something different. It was different. I agree it was different. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how long these movies were. Yeah, I didn't. This one didn't feel long to me. but didn't? Mm Mm-mm. I'd watch it in four sittings, Seth. I get falling asleep. I really like this one. I like the story a lot. Mm-hmm. We'll get I, to that. I think most yeah. of his movies are pretty long. Yeah. Like are they really? Well, we've only done, what, five maybe? Yeah, I mean, The Birds was fairly long. Yeah. I think Psycho's pretty long, too. How many movies yeah. does Sir Alfred Hitchcock have? A lot. And why is he a sir? Don't you have to have like a uh, some sort of... Don't you have to be like deemed a sir to be called a I sir? I don't know how that works in England. You don't have to yell. I mean, I don't know why you're so upset about it. I don't know how that works. He's just like popular, so they're like maybe I don't know. Throw a sir in there. Isn't Anthony Hopkins a sir? Sir yeah. Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah. Am I making that up? Some of it might just be family, right? Be. Like I don't know how that. We'd have to look that up. Yeah. All right. Let's see how many movies this guy has. Is it Anthony Hopkins who plays him? Like in the um, 
like at the start of the movies. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, that black and white thing? Or um, just more currently, like when you go to see a movie uh, at the beginning. But is he? They just did a Hitchcock movie, didn't they? Like about him. I think oh, so. Yeah. Did Anthony Hopkins play him? I don't know. Right, he directed sixty nine movies. Wow. Good for him, dude. Let's see what his last movie was. Well, Seth, it would help if you clicked on the right thing. I'm sorry. Stupid. Memory of the Camps in 2014. Was, he was not alive in 14, was he? I don't think so. Maybe that was just I bet he was 76. Unless it's something he wrote and just they didn't make it until then. I don't know. Says he directed Oh, director. He wasn't alive then, I don't think. I don't. I agree with you. And I don't. I rarely agree with you, so. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> I blew it that way, Jess. Thank you. You're welcome. The Birds was 63. That was toward the tail end of his career, Seth. Why don't we watch <laughs> Marnie? I don't know. I'm just kidding. Psycho is 60. Huh, cool. Anyway, 69 movies. He ended on a, a nice number. Mm-hmm. He looks like the kind of guy that would enjoy a good 69, if I'm being honest. Yeah, probably. Do you think so? It's very possible. Like you're at a bar and you see that guy sitting there. What do you think? In his full garb, okay? I think that's the right word. Garb? Is that garb, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. More smart than you think I am, huh? And, and you saw that guy. Would you be like, yeah, he's a 69er for sure? Probably not. No? You'd be like, he's a missionary guy. I don't usually look at people and think, hmm. <laughs> what kind of sex I'm going to try and figure that out. You don't. <laughs> so really. when you look at some, what do you think of? I, I Honestly, I try not to look at anyone. <laughs> oh. I don't, like, I don't like making eye contact with people. I don't fucking. That's right. You're the one that doesn't like to say hi to people at the store. And yeah, stuff. yeah. She's one of those. I'm out there promoting positivity. I can't help mm-hmm. it. Yeah. How you doing? If, if, if they said it to me, I'd be like, hey. But I'm not going to be the one to start the conversation. I kind of feel like you'd be like this. You hit me with a hide store. Go ahead. Hey, how are you? Hi. Yeah, that'd be her. Or she wouldn't even say anything. She'd just be like, I'd just be like, hey. Huh. And go on. Oh, I would yeah. not. <laughs> I would not. I held the door for a dude the other day. He didn't even say thank you. That's rude. Yeah. That's when you slam the door on him. I was just like, man, this dude, he's having a bad day. He's having a bad go of it. There's Probably. Plenty of people that don't. Actually, I did that for a lady last week and she didn't say thank you either. She's expected you to hold the door yep. because of your ethnicity. Had a little kid with her. I had my kid with me. Yeah. Did you beat the shit out of your kid then to take it out on that? Like, hey, lady, look what happens. I, wah, 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 wah. No. I did not. I did yeah, it wouldn't be good. I wouldn't admit it on here either. This stuff's all over the internet. Yeah. I could have just said, you're welcome. Real bitchy. <laughs> yeah, but then you'd have to talk to her more. And it would start some sort of altercation. And yeah, I didn't we don't want to, that. didn't want to start. Nothing. I don't want that for you. So you watched Cobweb. <laughs> I did. And? I thought it was all right. Should I watch it or no? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think it's a you should watch perfect it. Halloween time movie. Okay. It looks it's, Halloween-y. It's good. Good. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Good. I was just going to say it's good, but like you said, the ending. Is that what lost you? Eh, a little bit, yeah. It was also kind of, um, I don't know, slow to, it was just kind of slow. Mm. Let me ask you this. Didn't really know what the fuck was happening. If they didn't do CGI at the end and they instead did practical effects, like what they did with like the grudge or the ring, do you think it would have impacted your view of the entire movie? Probably. I agree. That's where it lost me. The last 10 minutes. They CGI this thing. The whole thing is CGI. Really? Mm -hmm. It's bad. Mm. looks terrible. Uh, I've I've seen people compare the face to uh, Momo. Remember Momo? Mm -hmm. That's what I was like. That is actually pretty spot on. Yeah. 
So this is like a scary, like not a gory, like a. Oh, it gets gory. <clears throat> it's like yeah. a slasher movie. Is it like a? No, it's more like paranormal um, type thing. Monster. Yes, like that. Head. Yeah. But Lizzie Kaplan is fantastic in this movie. She's good. In, yeah, I think Anthony Starr is good in it too. He was also very good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just uh, it, it took a turn I wasn't really mm. expecting, and I kind of didn't really like that. So it had me all the way up until the where they move the thing and there's the door and you see through there mm-hmm. and but even then it like cuts away and I was like okay maybe they're not going to show anything and I was like I would be okay with that too it definitely does have barbarian vibes barbarian for sure actually I argued it's the first but now I actually kind of agree with it Mark said it also had like malignant type vibes yes yeah I'll probably watch it you should it's on my voodoo the voodoo 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 okay do you know what voodoo stands for Mm-mm. me neither video <coughs> Under dicks, dicks, <laughs> dicks, under, under. I, I don't know. Video under dicks under. Yeah, I gotta tell you that reveal was very anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. And I just spit over my hand, so I apologize. A I felt, I felt a little bit of it. You. you have something white on your arm there. I think it's a piece of paper. A little tape. It's okay. Is that new? Uh, I've had it for like four months. Did you know she had that? I think so. I think I've seen it. Oh, I think so. Yes. Bus and bus and I'm sure she told us she was getting. <laughs> it's bus and bus and cheeks. Dog. It's cheeks. Thanks. It's good. It's cheeks. All right, you guys ready to jump into this movie or what? Yeah, yeah. girl. I don't know what the October theme is going to be. Something that has to do with Halloween. Okay. okay. But there's only two movies, so that's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I'm thinking maybe... Halloween 4 and 5, because we haven't watched Halloween 4 and 5 for that's the, true. the podcast. That's and that's true. Daniel Harrison, and I love her. Yes. Those movies are kind of set, they're like their own entities in the timeline. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I went so hard on that T on timeline. <laughs> so I was about like the blanket. Blanket. <laughs> I think it's just the way that I talk, you know? Just heavy on the T's. I love a good T. Tip T's. For tat. Okay, great. Anyway, all right. Our movie this episode is Rebecca. Again, this is our last um, episode for Hitchcock Month. Seth, you did a great job. Thank you. Really like your movie selections. <laughs> I enjoyed it thoroughly. Well, I picked this one because it was his first U.S. film. It was. Yeah. So I thought it'd be interesting to do. Now, did you watch the black and white version, or did you watch the repurposed colored version? Black and white. I also did. Black and white on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. YouTube. And you uh, had a lot of commercials going on. They were short, though. Like, you could skip most of them, yeah. or they were only five seconds. But they were, like, frequent. Mm-hmm. You also have um, commercials? Yeah. Oh. They so were... I do the uh, YouTube where you don't have to have commercials. Oh. Because there's pay. a few... Po- what? You pay. I pay, yes. There's a few podcasts I listen to that are on YouTube, and you get extended content if you watch if on you YouTube pay. instead of on... Like if you'd stream it on a podcast platform. Mm-hmm. So I just do that. And I don't want to listen to commercials in the car. Plus it streams faster if you don't have commercials. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So they were just oddly placed. Yeah. So I didn't have any commercials. So mine was like one movie, but it did take me a while to get through the movie. And it was my own fault. I waited to the last minute, of course, mm-hmm. like I'm prone to do. Yeah. But I had a long week. I was on the road all week. I had fucking soccer. You love soccer. I do enjoy soccer, but this year is extremely rough. We've got some, uh, we got some obstacles, but you know what? That just means that we have potential. Yeah. God, I'm so positive, Seth. Does it hurt you to be around me because I'm so positive? Yes. Like when you leave, you're like, I need to go kill yes. a cat. Yeah. Like I need to go murder someone. Yeah. Because yeah. he's so positive. Mm-hmm. Or do you leave here like, like enthusiastic? Like I can conquer the world. No. Yeah. 
Understood. Yeah, I go skipping around. No. And so I, I, I'm assuming this is your first watch, Seth. Yeah, I've never seen this. Yes. Same. Also my first watch. Um, so our characters are Mrs. DeWinter. So here's my first issue with this movie. I don't have many. I know you think I'm going to mm-hmm. shit on this movie, and I'm not. I wish they would have given this woman a name. Yeah, she doesn't have one. Because I get, I got very confused when the really crabby lady in the Wars All Black was Mrs. talking Danvers. about Miss Danvers. Miss Danvers, aka was, Jess. Was I don't think it's Miss Danvers. <laughs> get out of here! You're the lady from the beginning, dude. The oh, that real bitchy that, woman, Miss yeah. Van Hopper, <laughs> her employer. She was so mad. <laughs> I got confused at times when they were talking about the previous Mrs. DeWinter and then like the current Mrs. DeWinter because they used them in it, it, exchangeably. So I was like, mm. are they talking about the old or the new one? I even looked on Wikipedia to see if like they did sneak her name in there because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think they ever said a name. She doesn't for have her. one. But yeah, there's not. I think that was purposely done, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. She's assuming the role of Maxim. It's a stupid yep. name. Speaking of, Maxim DeWinner, played by Lawrence Oliver. Mrs. Danvers, played by Judith Anderson. Dude, this lady was rough. She's a bitch. She was really mean. Do you think she loved the previous Miss DeWinter? Oh, yeah. She's, I think she's obsessed yeah. with Rebecca. Yeah. Oh, Rebecca. Everything about her. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I should preface, yes, like you said, the previous Mrs. DeWinter is Rebecca. Rebecca. So you think she loved her? Think they had like a thing going on? Or just obsessed with her, like wanted to be her. I don't know. Some weird thing going on there. Her bestie. Yeah. Jack Favell, Favill, Favell, George Sanders. This was the high school salesman you were discussing. Yeah, this was you in the movie. Why would that be me? Because he impregnated his cousin? Yeah. (laughs) That stuff happens in Kentucky, okay? I don't know why it's such a big deal to you. <laughs> no, we like to keep in the family. We like to keep the bloodlines pure, mm-hmm. as Game of Thrones says. And dead end. Or uh, not dead end. Wrong turn. Wrong turn. I finished that Stephen King book, Fairy <clears throat> Tale, right there. It's terrible. Do not get it. Is that the newest? Yes. Well, that's bad. He shit the bed with that book. Mm. He tries to rip off like Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings. Jeez. It's bad. It's bad. It's not it's great. Bummer. Don't read it. Okay. I only finished it because I started it. And I don't not start things I finish on God, Seth. <laughs> bustin', bustin', baby. Oh, God. Mrs. Van Hopper, played by Florence Bates. That's the mean lady at the beginning, right? Yeah, her employer. I did not like this woman. I didn't know if I should include her in the list. She was I'm a bitch. I'm glad you did because I couldn't yeah. remember her name. But she is. she hired Mrs. DeWinter, right, to be her friend. Her companion or whatever. I think mm-hmm. people used to do that. They would hire people to be their friends. Could you imagine Rich people, they do stuff like that. I mean, I pay you guys to hang out yeah. with me, but we don't tell anybody about it. But would anyone voluntarily table. be friends with this lady? <laughs> no. Well, that's a sign like maybe you suck as a person and you should f- maybe like change. Yeah, she's pretty awful. Rather, she's like, here, here's $20 a day to be my friend. Then she was like mean to her. Mm-hmm. She's like, screw it. I'm, I'm giving you money. So Is that how you would act? If you had to pay a friend, you'd be mean to him? <laughs> <laughs> I would never pay somebody, but... Let's yeah. say you did, though. I feel like that would be the reason you would pay them, so you could be mean to them. I used to be really mean to Seth, and he mm-hmm. was still my friend, remember? When I'd yeah. see how mad I could get him. Mm-hmm. He used to be? I don't do that anymore. <laughs> it's tapered off. <laughs> it was a game, though. Let's see how mad I Remember he laid on the floor that one night and tried to kick me? I was also very <laughs> drunk. Well, we were both very drunk. That's when, yeah. that's when it really kicked in. I'm like, I'm going to see what I can... Yeah. Get out of the sky tonight. I should have stabbed you. There were several different times that there were physical altercations. I never started the physical part of it, for the record. That was always <laughs> That you. is not true. 
I don't think I ever got physical with you until mm-hmm. you got physical with me first. Okay, sure. I am a wordsmith. I use my words, okay? Yeah, okay. <laughs> to see how upset I could get you mm-hmm. and other people. Yeah, you do to most people. I just, mm-hmm. I can't help myself sometimes, you know? It's like you see an itch, you got to scratch it. Maybe you're Mrs. Van Hopper after all. I don't think so. I don't think so, because I think Mrs. Van Hopper is is rotten to the core, and I don't think I am. I just like to have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think it was odd for, for people to have, like, a travel companion when you went somewhere mm. in the olden days. If you didn't have any friends, and her husband probably didn't want to be around her. Probably especially if you're a woman, like, yeah. traveling by yourself. I don't know. Or if you're that lady. That, or if you're her. Because mm-hmm. she sucked, dog. I mean, she sucked. The hops. We should call her that. Director, of course, Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> also directed Psycho, The Birds, Rear Window, Vertigo, and many others. We've done all these movies, correct? Yes. We have. I think Psycho, we all rated uh, pretty high. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jess, you weren't on The Birds episode, but Seth and I rated high. Rear Window is one of the first ones we did, so go mm-hmm. back and watch that. And Vertigo was this month, correct? Yes. Yeah. Damn. Look at my memory. I have a memory of an elephant. The biceps of an elephant, too. You want to touch one? No. I had this kid on my soccer team yesterday. He kept flexing. It was hilarious. He was just like <laughs> really getting into it. I was like, what are you doing, man? He's like, I'm just getting ready, coach. I wonder if like his dad, is, his dad does that or I something. I went to school with his dad. His dad was on the weightlifting team. Okay. Oh, that makes sense then. But it was, oh, no. Look, I've been on the wrong screen this whole time. People have been watching <gasps> our watching our um, doohickey there. This is trashy. <laughs> doohickey. I wonder how long that was on there. It was just the audacity thing. They just saw our wavelengths. The okay. neat behind the scenes. The audacity. Peak. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. You're, I thought you meant you had one. For no, me. that's so the thing. I've got wood chips in my eye from earlier. The budget, 1.29 mil. The box office was $6 million. I wonder what $6 million in 1940 equates to today. A lot. I don't think so, yeah. Quite a bit. What do you think you had to guess? <laughs> Quite a bit. I bet it's like 500 million. I don't really think that. I honestly don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's have to Google it. Jess, would you like to read the synopsis? A self-conscious woman juggles adjusting to her new role as an aristocrat's wife and avoiding being intimidated by his first wife's spectral presence. Spectral presence. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. We never actually see this Rebecca, right? Mm-mm. No. Okay. No, nope, she's like, dead. <laughs> she's dead, dude. <laughs> she did. I thought maybe she was coming back or something. I was waiting on it. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was going to be like a ghost type of thing or like what exactly mm-hmm. yeah. it was going to be. So I, full disclosure, I did pull the Wikipedia because I did not feel confident that I could go through this movie without some sort of um, guide. You know, yeah. you wouldn't go to the African safari without a guide, would you? No. no, no. I always have it open so I can just remember the names. Oh, yeah. I do that with. Uh, I like to watch movies on Prime because they have all the names. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier than if it's on something else. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <gasps> opening scenes. <sighs> Maxim De Winter stands at a cliff edge, seemingly contemplating jumping. A young woman shouts at him to stop in his tracks, but he curtly asks her to walk on. Later at Monte Carlo, I think that's how you say Monte Carlo. Yeah. On the French Riviera, the same young woman is staying with her pompous old traveling companion, Mrs. Van Hopper. She again encounters the aristocratic widower, Maximum de Winter. You guys can tell I didn't write this. Looking much more debonair. They are attracted to each other, and although Van Hopper tells her he is still obsessed with his dead wife, Rebecca, 
who we are told drowned in the sea near Manderley. They, she soon becomes the second Mrs. DeWinter. So this new Mrs. DeWinter, she's like sneaking around behind her friend's back, like mm-hmm. traveling with this guy yeah. and like having secret dinners, secret right? dates. And- but I, did Mrs. Van Hopper, did she like this guy or did she just know he was a celebrity? I think both. Yeah. Why she thought she had any kind of chance with him. <laughs> I was like, really, lady? <laughs> I was like, maybe because she's got some money, but like he's got plenty of money. Like why? Yeah, I don't know. That was strange. I also felt that it was a little odd. Was she supposed to be younger? Like the bit, the, I shouldn't say the bigger lady, the Mrs. Van Hopper. Was she supposed to be young? I don't think so. Yeah, she looked like she was, what, in her, like, late 40s, 50s? 50s, maybe. It's hard to tell back then. That's one thing with these movies is it's hard to tell how old the person is supposed to be because they use older actors for men and younger mm-hmm. actors for men. Mm-hmm. At one point, Maxim makes a comment about him being too old for... Mrs. De Winter. Yeah, see, this is where I'm going to be all screwed up the whole episode. This was a much better matchup than Vertigo. Oh, yeah. They at least seemed... And Rear Window was also odd. Yeah. 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 And I, I did not miss that guy. No, I like this guy a lot better. <laughs> Why? Because he didn't talk like this the entire time? Yeah. Let me tell you, Jess. But that I thought... is bussin' bussin' on God on God. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but I thought these scenes moved along quickly. At first, I'm like, oh, there's going to be a bunch of dialogue. But they went pretty fast from like scene to scene. I thought the beginning of it was like really rushed. It didn't really get slow for me until she got to, well, no, this part is, because I think this part is like 45 minutes before they even get to Mandalay. What's it called? I keep wanting to call it Mandalay Bay, which is the fucking thing in I don't Vegas. think I ever wrote it down. Mm. <laughs> I've, I've had a business meeting there before. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I kept, kept thinking about. I was business like, woman meeting. That's nuts. But I feel like this part of the movie wasn't even pertinent to like the actual story of the movie. So I was like, man, I wish they would like just... Move it on. Mm-hmm. But this Miss Van Hopper was in it. She was in it way too much. But she was a real hag. She was. And she I like the opening dream sequence, which you did not mention. What was that? Where, she, where oh. she's like dreaming about the house. It's kind of some foreshad like you like. Shad. That was at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. of the movie. I thought that was like a, a, like it was happening later. And she was like, I thought that was her introduction to telling us this story. It was supposed to be a dream, I think. Oh. And it's yeah. the Mandalay Bay all like in ruins. Hmm. See, that's why I thought it was like a uh, her introducing us into what had happened. I didn't think it was a foreshadowing event. Foreshad. Like, okay, I feel like <laughs> you just wanted to really work foreshad into the conversation. <laughs> I did. You've done it twice. We're moving on. Um, <laughs> dude. Uh, so the whole premise of this is that she is... So I liked also whenever he... And it happened relatively quickly, I think, when he actually proposed to her. Mm-hmm. And then he brings that other lady up to let her know that, like, I'm taking your friend. Yeah. yeah. So he, like, brings Mrs. Hopper up. And she thinks he's, like, going to, like, want to be with her, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mrs. DeWinter is there. And she's, like, no. He's, like, not a chance, lady. I just think it's hilarious because she was in such a rush yeah. to get out of there. To get to the boat. What, it was her daughter or something that Getting got married, engaged. Yeah. And yeah. And then as soon as they're like, oh, he wants to see you in his room. And she's like, oh, hell yeah. yeah. Basically, like, <laughs> screw my daughter. Like, But I like how she was, like, all nice about the wedding. And then as soon as he left, she was all, like, nasty with her. Yeah. yeah. Well, so. she doesn't want him to know that she's a hag, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then we never see her again after this, right? No. Mm-mm. That's probably for the best. That's probably for the best. All right. Scene two. Maxim takes his new bride back to Manderley. Is that how, Am I saying that correctly? Manderley? I think that's how it's spelled. I always, I was thinking it was like Mandalay too. That's what I yeah, thought. Cause there weren't subtitles for me anyway. So I, yeah, which I hate either. cause I couldn't 
Mine had subtitles on YouTube, but they were so off. <clears throat> like when it was Mrs. Danvers, it kept saying Mrs. Danvers, and they would say Mrs. Danvers like three times in a sentence, and every time it said something else, like Danbull, Dammers. <laughs> I couldn't tell what they were saying. I had to look Dumbbell. it up on I'm like, what is her name? Yeah. yeah. So Maxim takes his new wife uh, back to Manderley. We're running with it. His grand mansion by the sea in South England. It is dominated by its housekeeper, Mrs. Danvers. She's a chilly individual who had been a confidant of the first Mrs. De Winter, that's Rebecca, whose death she has not forgotten. She has even preserved Rebecca's grand bedroom suite unchanged and displays various items that carry her monogram. Mrs. DeWinter is visited by Rebecca's cousin, who Maxim hates. Eventually, constant reminders of Rebecca's glamour and sophistication convince the new Mrs. DeWinter that Maxim is still in love with his first wife, which could explain his irrational outbursts of anger towards her. She tries to please her husband by holding a costume party as he and Rebecca used to. Danvers suggests that she copy the dress that one of Maxim's ancestors is seen wearing in a portrait. However, when she appears in the costume, Maxim is appalled as Rebecca had worn an identical dress at her last ball just before her death. So, who we meet like a plethora of people that work at this place. Do we ever find out what Maxim does to have this estate? I don't know if it ever says. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, so. he goes to London on business or something, mm. but they don't ever say... I didn't catch it if they did. I was thinking it was like family money. Yeah. Because they arrive and there's like a butler. There's Mrs. Danvers. There's what's the guy with the mustache? What does he do? Because she like, is he like the groundskeeper or something? Does he like run the place? Uh, Yeah, I think he's kind of like. He's the estate manager. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Because she goes to him several times, and he's, like, really nice to her. At one point, it felt very vertigo to me because he's mm-hmm. she's talking, and he's just, like, blatantly staring at her chest while she's talking. Yeah. And I was like, are these two going to, like, hook up, and this is going to be, like, weird? Or, like, what is going on here? Yeah, there was some weirdness there. Between those two? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we see, so she gets there, and, like, Maxim kind of just dumps her on the staff. Like, mm-hmm. hey, this, yeah. is the new, this is the new Miss DeWinter. Here you go. Do your shit. Which yeah. is like every kind of movie where it's like a wealthy man mm-hmm. who takes in, you know, this person, this woman that is not very wealthy or whatever, not used to this. and Right, right. <laughs> Which is very evident that she mm-hmm. is not used to any of this. Can you imagine right? living like this? Like No. I, like I would get be, bored. Like. I would be the worst, dude. Could you imagine if I had a butler and a servant? I'd be like, what be, be, I wouldn't be hungry. I'm like, I want a foot long. The reason that made me think that it is probably family money was because when... um down the line, uh, they do the whole costume party thing. Mm-hmm. Dan Bert Danny was um, pointing to that picture that was apparently his aunt mm. or something. Something. And she, so I'm like, oh, it must be family. Yeah, could be. Usually, those big estates like that are like through the family. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it ever said what he actually did. I, I do know that he left a few times for business mm-hmm. or whatever. But um, and then this Mrs. Danvers is just like keeping the old. Mrs. Rebecca, mm-hmm. her stuff in the house. You think Maxim would have been like, hey, let's, especially yeah. considering what we find out later. Yeah. And he doesn't really have any ties to this woman. Like, you'd think that he would have, like, cleared all that out, unless he just didn't want to look suspicious, maybe. I, that was Probably. I think he just didn't, you know, he was like, okay, I'll just make it seem like it's a sentiment, you know, mm-hmm. instead of being like, now clean that shit yeah, out of Get there. that shit out of there. <laughs> Bitch is dead. Do you think he really liked the new Mrs. DeWinter, or he was just bringing her in to, like, help cover up what actually happened? I think he liked I her. I think he did. You I both think he did yeah. with her, yeah. yeah. I couldn't tell because I just couldn't get a feel for this guy. He was so shady the whole movie. 
Towards He's, the end, yeah. I, I felt it. I was like, okay, he actually yeah. wanted to be with her. Okay. Because like, he even says it. Like He's like, I love you, and you're... You're so kind and loving, or yeah, and young, like that. and young. <laughs> Your suckle breasts. Remember when, remember when he said I don't that? I think he said that, but. dude. Yes, he did. <laughs> Your supple breasts. Did I say, did I say supple or suckle? Suckle. 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 That's not even the right word. <laughs> I, I don't think Maxim said he wanted to suckle her breasts. I mean, suckle your nipples. That other guy wanted to. He did. He was yeah. like looking at him, dude. He was like the whole time he was like this. Yes, Mrs. Dubinter. Oh yeah, it was kind of strange. I like this guy's about to get him mm-hmm. something. And so, and then she uh, goes down by the water because it's on the sea. What was that house down there that had all of, I know it had all Rebecca's stuff in it, but was this the house she was living in? The cottage. The cottage. But all of her shit was in there, right? Yeah. yeah. And who was the homeless guy? He was some kind of like caretaker. <laughs> he scared the fuck yeah, out of me. Yeah, he was weird. Was I was, yeah, like dude. Him. I was like, oh man. I don't know if he was like the grounds person or I don't know. He was yeah. crazy. His name was Anthony, wasn't it? <clears throat> I think so. So it's kind of just like a guest house type scenario, yeah. right? And yeah. she just stayed there a lot, I guess. Because she had a boyfriend who's mm-hmm. her cousin. Um, who that rhymed? I'm like Scott Stapp, baby. Dude, Scott Stapp is like the modern day Dr. Seuss. Did you hear <laughs> that, Jesus. though? Like, seriously, yeah. he was like rhyming, rhyming all the time and baby. Busting, busting on God on God. You know oh what I mean? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Are you sick of it yet? <laughs> I hate it. It sounds so dumb. And it's weird for you to hear you say that. Because I'm such a hillbilly? Yeah. That's all right. It happens to the best of us, you know? I do like all these handwritten letters we get to read. It's like now you read texts and movies. Mm. I like where you get to read them, the notes. I think I'm going to start writing you a letter every month and mailing it to I would you. like that. Ooh. I would. Dearest Seth. I feel like if anything were ever to happen to me, I knew that I wasn't longed for this life. I was. I would make letters up and have them... I'd have to find like what's that movie with Gerard Butler where he passes away and he yes she, I love you that's it that movie's so sad have you seen it mm, I don't think so I have it you want to borrow no but um she so he, he passes away and his wife continues to get letters is it monthly or like they're spread out yeah I think it's monthly or something like that Ooh. but she yeah. gets letters from him every month and doesn't know where they're coming from if you're gonna watch I won't ruin it for you but I would do that for you guys like here. <laughs> That would be nice. In like three years down the line, the letter would say, Seth, that they would get progressively shorter every time. And then you're not one. really dead. Yeah. God, that you're like, would surprise. <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. There would be something he'd do. I just left do. the country for a little bit. I was just fucking with you guys. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> i do that, though. For you, you would. You would. And the last one would say, Seth, this is the end of the line for us. I feel like for three years, you should have coped and moved on from our friendship. I just want to let you know you still look like Matt Damon if he were hit by a bus. <laughs> then I'd throw it away. He'd actually end it with some Scott Staff lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have a cassette tape of, of Creed in there. I mean, like you have to press play when you start reading the letter. <laughs> <laughs> so he reads it and there's Creed playing in the yeah, background. Yeah. <laughs> with all my <laughs> we're going to play that at your funeral if you die before us. <laughs> Dude, yes. he really wanted us to play the song. You know that at my funeral is going to be straight Eric Church the entire time. Mm-hmm. You guys have to sit there and listen to it the whole time. This Maybe is going to be at like the VFW. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> Can't afford that shit. It'd be the Lions Club. Shelter house. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Some random park. We don't at even the reservoir. It. It'll be down on the beach at the reservoir. You guys will put my ashes into the shitty reservoir. <laughs> don't even pay the rental. We just show up to this. <laughs> Find any available picnic. They're shelter. having a graduation party, and you guys are like, "Oh, we we have this." <laughs> you guys like are carrying my body down. I'm like hiked over Seth's shoulder. 
<laughs> Stuck in a trash bag. Just lay me on a table <laughs> with like dandelions around me. <laughs> with Creed playing. Oh my God. Can you take me higher? <laughs> Seth's like, Seth brought, bust out a piccolo. <laughs> Somehow that guy it? from Willow's birthday probably working out <laughs> down there. <laughs> the background must be doing pull-ups on the tree while this is all going on. <laughs> that would be the most chaotic freaking... But it'd be awesome. Then we float you out to the res on a raft. (laughs) It's like a homemade one. (laughs) And shoot me with a bow and arrow like on uh, Game of Thrones when they send her out. And then they... A piece of cardboard. He just starts sinking out. (laughs) But it goes out immediately like a flame. Yeah. yeah. And then you just drift out. (laughs) You guys are all like walking away and I like drift back in. I'm just like on the beach. (laughs) Just like hitting the shore. You're like, what should we do? Just don't look. Keep walking. (laughs) The birds will get him. <laughs> That'd be great, dude. Yeah, it's planned. That's a fun scenario. <laughs> oh, it's not, dude. Okay, all right. Uh, Mrs. Danvers, dude. Why is this lady so obsessed with Rebecca? I don't know. She just is. Like that whole scene with the panties. Did we get to that yet? I don't remember that scene. She's I don't like either. A, when she's like giving her, Mrs. Danvers is giving Mrs. De Winter a tour of Rebecca's bedroom. She's like, this is where I kept her panties. They were made special by nuns. And she like pulls them out. I'm like, yeah, it was weird. I don't remember that. Yeah. This was in the big white room with all the curtains. They like go through the closet. She's like, these are her dresses. I'm sure you would like to wear one. Like she was really fucking weird. Yeah. Do you think they were like, have a, had like a fling or something? I just think she's obsessed with her. She sniffed her dirty panties. Maybe she was. Mm-hmm. She had like laid out her like robe or her mm-hmm. like lingerie on the bed or whatever. Yeah. She did. I remember the lingerie because she's like, look, you can see my hand through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, bitch, it's lingerie. Like you were supposed to see through it. Would be the point if not to be a dress. I felt like she's crazy. Like Kathy Bates was in Misery. Yeah. Like I'm just obsessed mm. with this lady. Hmm. For whatever reason, yeah. dude, I wouldn't mind seeing a remade version, like a modern day version of this, told. And having Lizzie Kaplan play Mrs. Danvers. <laughs> Danvers. Like she because she plays um um what's her name in misery? Uh oh, Kathy Bates. Yeah, what's the the Annie, Annie yeah. Wilkes. So Lizzie Kaplan plays Annie Wilkes in Castle Rock and she does mm-hmm. a really good job. It'd be cool to see how she did that. This this seems like the kind of movie that uh Mike Flanagan would do, who did like mm-hmm. uh yeah. Hill House, that kind of stuff. Yeah. His new series comes out in October. Oh really? <clears throat> yeah, it's a new one. Uh, anyway, yeah. So Miss Dammer's kind of weird. Do you is this like what type of movie is this? Because I was waiting for like a ghost or something. Like, is this like a thriller romance yeah. mystery? Is what it said. Did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely more of like a thriller. Okay. Because I felt like Vertigo was more lean toward horror and Psycho, obviously the birds that. But this this felt like more like a. I couldn't put my finger on. It. I was like, what am I watching? It says mystery. I mean, 1940, I don't know how many horror movies. Yeah. Aside from like a monster. That's true. That well, because what the birds was in the 60s or 70s. So 60s, that would be 30 yeah. years before that. Yeah. That. That. So this Besides, was probably scary for the time. It takes a man to do something like that. I think just because like, like you're not sure if she's going to come back like the ghost. Yeah. Her, so I that's what if, I was waiting on. Yeah. Well, because there's that scene where she sees someone in the window in Rebecca's room. I think it's Mrs. Danvers, right? Oh, shit. God damn it. Fuck. Why do I do this? Every time. Every with time. The, with man. the battery. It's like right here, Seth. Please wait while we experience technical difficulties. At least it dinged it. It was a pleasant sound. We're good. <laughs> but anyway, after that scene, I kind of thought like, okay, is there a ghost? Yeah. 
you know. I was waiting on a ghost. <clears throat> Wrong ear. Well, that was, was creepy nonetheless. It was. There were eerie parts of it where mm-hmm. they're like scanning the room and everything has her initial on it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was also weird. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why did everything in the room have her in it? Like, she was very proud of herself. I feel like knowing what actually happened, she was just rubbing it in her husband's face. That, like, yeah. Like, hey, I'm taking all your shit, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Busting, busting on God. Even the God. staff was weird with her when she's like, I'm going to go in the den or whatever. She's like, well, Mrs. Or Rebecca always did her stuff in the morning room or whatever. It's weird. It almost makes me wonder, too, if all these people are more... Um, like on Rebecca's side versus Maxim's side. If they liked Rebecca, because maybe she's the one that employed them. And maybe Maxim's gone for business a lot. So I wonder if she like turned the whole house against him. Possibly. She was clearly a conniving. Mm-hmm. See you next Tuesday. Yeah. I was just going to say that. It seems like he was just never there. So they just knew her yeah. better. I think the cat just took a shit over there. Real. I know. It stinks. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I think she is. Uh, she turned the whole house against him and he's not there. So maybe, mm. you know what he should have made. Maybe he should have been there a little more. This maybe is where should've. I kept her panties. <laughs> that is weird. So weird. Made by nuns. Yeah. That's what she said. They were blessed on God. <laughs> oh God, bro. You can see my hand through them. Them panties is bust a bust and for sure. Her nipples were popping through this. <laughs> Do you think they did? I'm sure. Oh yeah. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. I mean, depending on, you know, how big, how big they were. How big do you think Rebecca's nipples were, if you'd guess? I don't know. Her name's Rebecca, so probably pretty big. Yeah. You think so? You think Becky's got big boobies? Yeah. yeah big, cool. Big Great. old nips. Big boob Becca. <laughs> <laughs> big boob Becca. I like it, dude. <laughs> Scene three. When Mrs. DeWinter confronts Danvers about this, she tells her she can never take Rebecca's place and tries to persuade her to jump to her death from the second story window of Rebecca's room. This was fucking wild, by the way. At the moment, however, the alarm is raised because a ship has run aground due to the fog, and in the rest rescue of its crews, a sunken boat has been discovered with Rebecca's body in it. Maximum now confesses to his new wife that his first marriage had been a sham from the start. Rebecca had declared that she had no intention of keeping uh, keeping to her vows, but would pretend to be the perfect wife and hostess for the sake of appearances. When she implied she was pregnant by her cousin and lover, Jack Favell, she taunted Maxim that the estate might pass to someone other than Maxim's line. During a heated argument, she fell, struck her head, and died. To conceal the truth, Maxim took the body out in a boat, which he then scuttled and identified another body as Rebecca's. So so Mrs. DeWinter, the new Mrs. DeWinter, confronts Mrs. Danvers about basically setting her up to dress mm-hmm. up like Rebecca, get Maxim all pissed off. And then she's like, come to this window. And she like, Tries to talk this woman mm-hmm. into jumping off of a cliff. I thought she was going to push her. She's like, I didn't go ahead. <laughs> Do it. You know you want to. Oh, my God. Look at the sea. It's so beautiful. I thought for sure she was getting pushed. I did, too. So then I'm like, maybe Mrs. Danvers killed Rebecca. Yeah, I wasn't sure at this point. Dude, for a minute, I thought Mrs. Danvers was Rebecca. Mm, that would have like, been interesting. But, like, the spirit of her. Like, mm. like I did because she wore all black and everybody else dressed in, like, bright colors mm. so i was like maybe she's seeing this woman and this is like her yeah mm. that would have been interesting too because there's that one weird scene where maxim and rebecca or uh mrs de winter are talking and the head of the estate guy comes in with mrs danvers it's whenever um rebecca broke the, the little statue or whatever that thing was hit it yeah and they're telling mrs danvers about it but <clears throat> It's weird because Maxim talks to the man mm-hmm. and never really talks to Mrs. Danvers. Only 
Mrs. DeWinter talks to Mrs. Danvers. No, and then you the see the other guy like slide out the back real weird. Like he wants to get away from the conversation. So later I was like, I wonder if this woman is seeing shit. Mm. And he was not acting weird because Maxim was upset, but because Mrs. DeWinter was acting so weird. Yeah. That would be interesting too if they did it that way. Because the whole time I'm like, when yeah. is the horror going to kick in here? So I'm like, okay, that's it. She's a ghost. And, but yeah. No. yeah. But that lady was wild, mm-hmm. dude. Jump to your death. Do it. She was, she was creepy, for it. sure. Doesn't it seem nice? Just her whole demeanor <laughs> and how she talked and moved. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm. So the other thing I had here was um, it's weird looking at this movie from 1940 and like accepting, one, the fact that this lady was bragging that she was pregnant by her cousin. Like, openly, like, yeah, my cousin is my lover and I'm pregnant by him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know if that was acceptable in the 40s or maybe it was common practice, but I would think in 2023, <laughs> I would not be like, yeah, I got my cousin pregnant. No, but you're right. I feel like that did happen a lot I'm more. I'm sure it did. Weird, right? Wasn't it like Jerry Lewis? Wasn't he like married to his cousin? I think so. Mm. But he, yeah. he, see how he played the piano? Like, yeah. it's natural. You just let that shit go, dog. <laughs> yeah, they're like, whatever. Like, look at his fingers. He's, he's talented. <laughs> he's talented. He can fuck whoever he wants. Yeah. Um, but I did like thing. the whole, go ahead. Okay. No, you go ahead. I just like the whole reveal at the cottage when she's down there and we find all this out. Yes. Well, that's the other thing that I have. So, one note about the night movie being from 1940 is the pregnant cousin thing. Yeah. The second is that he's like, well, I, I punched her, but I didn't kill her. She After I hit her, she fell on She this. fell and hit her head. I'm like, you still killed her. Yeah. yeah. Like, you killed her. He's like, I, I slapped her. But there's another Hitchcock movie yeah. where the man slaps the woman, and we were we were like, what? Mm-hmm. But then it was probably like common. Like if you oh, get it was Night of the Living Dead. Yes, yeah, so maybe yeah. it wasn't a Hitchcock movie. Okay, but it was still an older movie. Yeah. And the man slapped the woman. He's just mm-hmm. like, I didn't kill her. I, we had an altercation. I slapped her. She fell, hit her head. I'm like, no, you killed her. Like, that is you yeah. killing her. Like, that would not fly in court today. No. Right. Like, back then, they were like, well, the bitch got out of line, and she had it coming. She fell on her own accord and yeah. hit her yeah. head. She it's trapped. not Maxim's fault. He had to put some sense into the, the gal. But I liked the camera shot when he was describing that, mm. where it, like, panned the whole room yeah. as he was talking. It was pretty cool. But so, I felt like there were two twists. There was like one that he killed her and put yeah. her out in the boat and two that he like hated her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I was like, oh shit, okay. Well, they almost make it seem, they, they try to, in my opinion, they try to justify why he did it. killed her mm-hmm. because she was, obviously she was conniving and a terrible person, yeah. right? Yeah. Did they not, could they not tell like DNA tests in the 40s? Probably not. No. Yeah, probably not. But this actually goes to your theory that that's bloodline money because that's what bothered him is that the estate would pass to somebody not of his actual bloodline mm-hmm. and they would be inbred. Yeah. They'd be like wrong turn people. This is actually a prequel to wrong turn. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. When you think about it, a little Josh came out. <laughs> I'm taking Josh. over Mandalay Bay Center. <laughs> but I like the twist. And we get one more later at the doctor's office. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. But. Yeah, besides so the, the whole thing, I was like, what? She's she's like bragging about being pregnant mm-hmm. by her cousin, which is weird. And then he's just like, I didn't kill her. We had an altercation of which I smacked her. She fell and hit her head. She died on her own accord. I'm like, mm. I mean, she did fall on a boat anchor, so. Yeah, then he shows her like the room because he opens that yeah. door and all that shit's in it. I'm like, what is, I, I was like, he's about to kill her. Yeah. It did kind of seem like that. Mm-hmm. Then he didn't. 
Well, and she was also, you know, very like anxious yeah. about the whole thing. The tense so scene. Like, oh gosh, dude, she's like a little timid mouse the entire yeah. movie, which little bothered me a little bit. I'm like, you just came into all this money, lady. Like, act like you got some class. Yeah. You know. She just that's who she was. I know she's she a little, wasn't used to it. Yeah. Mm. And that is a kind of a fucked up situation. I mean, it is. It is really fucked. Wrong. I was not <laughs> expecting that when we got to that part. I was no. like, oh, you were like, oh. I just assumed he was the bad one. Well, I mean, yeah. they do a good job of yeah. making it seem that way the entire movie. I didn't. I think I texted you multiple times, or both of you in our group, and I was like, "This Maxim guy's." He's just kind of he creepy, flies off yeah. the handle. He's like mm. mean sometimes, you know. Like, Not a very warm person. Yeah. Uh, well, look how that woman treated him. It's clearly her fault that she died when he hit her. Yeah, it's true. It's all her fault. I'll tell you what. This guy. Scene four. The crisis causes the second Mrs. DeWinter to shed her naive ways as the couple plan to prove Maxim's innocence. When the police claim the possibility of suicide, Favel, that's her cousin and lover, attempts to blackmail Maxim, threatening to reveal that she had never been suicidal. When Maxim goes to the police, they suspect him of murder. However, further investigations with a doctor reveals that she was not pregnant, but actually terminally ill due to cancer. So, the suicide verdict stands. Maxim realizes Rebecca had been trying to goad him into killing her to ruin him. As a free man, Maxim returns home to the Mandalay on fire, set ablaze by the deranged Mrs. Danvers. All escape except Danvers, who dies when the ceiling collapses on her. I think she wanted to die in there. That was weird. I thought she was going to like lay down in the bed or something weird. Yeah. Well, isn't Mrs. DeWinter there with her? Because mm-hmm. Maxim's not with them, and doesn't she lay down in the bed? And that's when you see Mrs. Danvers like acting all wild and shit. Rebecca's like sitting in a chair, or Mrs. DeWinter's like sitting in a chair or something. Uh, yeah. Okay. And Miss, uh, Mrs. Danvers has the candle, and she's like, Yeah. <laughs> like she's going to do something. You see her like walk past that window yeah. at one point, like the light or whatever. That would be a little foreshad. I thought she was going to kill her. I thought yeah. so too. That would be foreshad. But she did it. Happy ending, you know. First film in America, you want to make sure it's a happy ending. Us American audiences, we like happy endings. Foreign films usually do not have happy endings. They usually let the crazies win, which is still okay. I like the next twist at the doctor's office. I was like, oh. With the cancer thing. I was like, damn. (laughs) So this lady has been down there for a year. Can you imagine what her body looks like? Waterlogged. Mm -hmm. Oh, dude. Gross. You think they'd be able to figure that out that she had cancer in 1940? They could just open her up and be like, oh, she's riddled with it. Well, she went to see him and she was oh. alive because he said something about an x-ray that they took or something. He never told him? He told her. She knew she had cancer, I think. But nobody else. But no one else knew. She lied and said she was pregnant. That's why she went to the doctor, but she really had Right, cancer. but they had that other body. So whenever he, Maxim was like, yeah, this other body, which did it ever say whose body that was? No. It just, just happened to wash up. Yeah, just some random. Do you think he had something to do with it? Maybe. Okay, my point, though, is if that body washed up and Maxim was like, yeah, that's Rebecca, wouldn't they have examined that body to see how it died and seen that it did not have any cancer and that it couldn't have been Rebecca? I think it's just like you said, that was something that was too mm. ahead of the time then. like I may also be digging too far into this. Yeah. yeah. Sir Alfred Hitchcock was like, nobody's going to question this. I mean, I think it was just everyone was under the suspicion that she drowned. Yeah. Right. So that's just what they thought. So they just didn't investigate it any further because they thought, okay, that was it, you know. 
I do like how the butler offered to plant evidence for him. Did you catch that? Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> I forget what he said, but something about, do you want me to put some evidence around the house or something? Uh, yeah. Okay. See, they were on his side then. They like mm-hmm. the, the new Mrs. DeWinter, I think. Mm-hmm. She seems like she's a lot nicer than Rebecca was. Yeah. Well, Rebecca doesn't seem like she was uh, great. Very nice at all. She was goading him. I didn't even know it was a word. And goading neither, him. And neither was the Danvers. Yeah, Danvers sucks, dude. Yeah. I wonder if she was like low key part of the old Mrs. De- Rebecca's like family or something. Maybe she brought her in to work for him. Could be. Maybe Rebecca was going to give her money or something. Oh. Uh, there must have been something going on. Could be. Dude, that trial, though, looked like <clears throat> it was taking place in somebody's living room. <laughs> it was like a cafeteria. Which? The trial. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Yeah, I was like, is this in somebody's house? Same with Vertigo. The trial was like. In a weird room. Oh, it wasn't like true. a court. It was just odd. Maybe that's how it used to be. Maybe. Or interrogation, I guess, is what it is. Uh, yeah, I was like, man, this is kind of weird. Because at first I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> she faints. <gasps> Clearly faking I told you you should have eaten before we came. Isn't that what he says? Yeah. Should have had breakfast. Yeah, should have had breakfast. Well, didn't she tell him she was going to do something if he like started to freak? Because she was worried he was going to lose his cool on the stand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said she had a plan or something if that happened, which that was her plan, I guess. But, dude, do you guys find it odd that she was like immediately on board with like, yeah, we're going to cover this shit up? She loved him. Yeah. She was just like, yeah, here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. She smacks him. She's like, Maxim, listen. Listen, bitch. <laughs> this is what we're going to do. Then we have Josh, the car salesman in here, trying to fuck everything up. Yeah, that guy was annoying. Him getting in the car with them and stuff. Eating oh, fucking yeah, chicken. Smoking a cigarette. He's like, like, oh, is this bothering you? He like shuts the door with the cigarette gone. Did you see he was eating like chicken wings? I, I mean, I love Yeah. <laughs> Just sitting in the car eating this chicken. I do funny. love a good chicken wing. Why was that what they brought? I guess I don't know. That's it was just a, thing a weird. Then. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird. Cool they brought then, chicken yeah. legs for lunch. <laughs> dude, I love, dude. I'll crush some chicken. Wings. I like how at the end when they figure out like the, after the doctor, they're like, he's like, oh well, do you want to go have a drink? Like I just mm. accused all these people. Freaking <laughs> 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 blackmail. Yeah, that's what I would do. All right. Anything else before we jump into fun facts with Seth? Not for no. me. Fun facts with Seth. <laughs> Per Alfred Hitchcock's instructions, mm-hmm. Dame Judith Anderson rarely blinks her eyes while playing Mrs. Danvers. That is true. She does not blink very uh, much at all. Mrs. Danvers is hardly ever seen walking. She seems to glide. Alfred Hitchcock wanted her to be seen solely from Joan Fontaine's character's anxious point of view, and this effect tied in with her fear about Mrs. Danvers appearing anytime unexpectedly. Maybe that's why I felt like she was a ghost of some sort. Yeah, she kind of glided, I guess. Plus, they specifically yeah. had her dress much darker than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. her face was very white. Ghostly. She was always kind of just lur- lurking. Yeah. Ghostly. Just as in the original novel, Mrs. DeWinter has no first name. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a novel? Yeah, it's based off a book. Oh, I didn't know that. Due to the success of this movie in Spain, the specific jackets that Joan Fontaine wore during the movie began to be known as Rebecca's. The oh. word Rebecca is still used to refer to this item of clothing. Do you have one? I do. Uh, Jess you, and I wear them together. Oh, you guys wear your Rebecca's? It's that little sweater she wore. Color maybe. coordinate their Rebecca's. <laughs> because Sir Lawrence Olivier wanted his then girlfriend Vivian Lee to play the lead role, he treated Joan Fontaine horribly. This shook Fontaine up quite a bit, so director Alfred Hitchcock decided to capitalize on this by telling her everyone on the set hated her. Oh, jeesh. Thus making her shy and, and, and uneasy. So that's why she acted so weird? Yeah. 
Oh, wow. I believe that. I do believe that. I've heard he was like a very unorthodox uh, director. Yeah. Like he had some practices that probably wouldn't be um, deemed acceptable today. Probably not. Yeah. Despite scouring most of American New England in particular, producer David Selznick mm. was unable to find a suitable lo- location to represent Mandalay Bay, so he had to resort to a miniature. I wondered why they used that. Because mm. you could tell. I thought, well, on the last one, you said he doesn't like to record outside or film outside, right? right? So he does everything on sound stages. I was wondering if it was, so they did this one out, outdoors? Uh, not, well, obviously the house was a miniature. Yeah. So, no. Huh. Interesting. Sir Alfred Hitchcock and cinematographer George Barnes used a technique known as deep focus photography. This is one of the few movies to use the technique before Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane? I've never seen that. And that's supposed to be the greatest movie ever. Have you I seen suppose, it? I don't think I've seen it. I've not it. seen it, but I always, like, they watch it in film schools a bunch, I guess. Maybe we should watch it for a we commentary and we'll shit Maybe. all over it. And we'll be like, fuck, F you, film study losers. Yeah. Nerds. In order to maintain the dark atmosphere of the book, Ooh. Alfred Hitchcock insisted that the movie be shot in black and white. Huh. Could they do color in the 40s? I didn't think they could, but I don't know. Filming started five days after the UK entered World War II. This proved to be particularly troublesome um, to Alfred Hitchcock and the movie's largely British cast. Ooh. That'd be crazy. Can you imagine? No. No, I could could not. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever Rebecca is mentioned, particularly noticeable at around all these different points, a brief otherworldly appearance of the Hammond Nova Chord appears in the soundtrack. Uh, I caught that. This is the first commercial <laughs> polyphonic synthesizer, and it's considered the grandfather to all modern synthesizers. Yeah, I caught that for sure. I, don't I actually think I heard know. it. Yeah, I caught it. The, the polyurethane. What was it? <laughs> polyurethane. <laughs> After completion, this movie uh, sat on the shelf for a month before David Selznick could work on the final cut. He was too busy preparing Gone with the Wind for its premiere. Uh, I mean, that makes sense, you know, classic. Uh, was selected for preservation on the National Film Registry in 2018 by the Library of Congress for being culturally, historically, and aesthetic, aesthetically significant. Ooh. Top grossing U.S. movie of 1940. Really? Yeah. Uh, Alfred Hitchcock wanted to make this movie several years before, but was unable to afford the rights to the novel. So who wrote the novel? Do we know? I saw it somewhere. It wasn't anybody I knew. But, Interesting. Uh, he does make a cameo. So Hitchcock? he walks past the phone booth just after Jack Favel makes a call in the final part of the movie. He I just walks. He's like just walking by. by. He's like, "Hello, I'm Alfred." When he's Hitchcock. talking to the cop about his parking, oh, walks by in the yeah. background. Yeah. And that is it for fun facts. You did a great job. Seems like there was a lot for this. There was a lot for this. More than feast. <laughs> oh, the two that feast had. Yeah. That, that was the one, right? That had two. Yeah. Let's do some HMC favorites. Jess, what was your favorite scene or scenes from the movie? Um, I really liked the final scenes, um, just basically when they find out what she really had going on and then when Danvers sets fire Danvers to the estate. Mm. Yeah, I liked any scene with Danvers in it because it was just creepy. Um, I liked the suicide window scene. That I thought was that was like, I was, like, was going to push her out. Mm-hmm. And I like the doctor scene at the end because that kind of tied everything together. Gotcha. With the final twist. With the trial and the trial in the living room. Yeah. So my favorite scene was probably the window scene where she's trying to talk her out because I was like, okay, we're going to get something scary here. And I kind of <laughs> wish she maybe pushed her out the window. I'm not going to lie. But, yeah. you know, she didn't. I understand 1940 and all. We got to keep it a little. It's yeah. not like today, right? Where you could just push a friend out the window and laugh. True. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention the cottage scene. I really like that too. 
It's not your turn. Sorry. It was my turn. I know, but I forgot to mention that. That was a good scene. I also like the scene, uh, the panty scene was fun. But no, the scene where the room is all white and she's opening all the curtains and she's like, do you mm-hmm. want to see the room? And she opens it and it's all white. Because I was ex- keep her expecting, I, didn't, I don't even remember that part of it, but I was expecting like a ghost or something to like mm-hmm. come out and get her. But yeah, so. Uh, thing you like most about the movie, Jess? Um, I thought it had a good story and I did think they did well with the casting because you really like hated some of these characters. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And I thought the score was really good. I like the storyline, and I really like the twists in it, because I like that there were several. Twisty. You like the Scooby-Doo murder mystery. Mm. I would not have guessed that that's what was going to happen. I agree. I was, I, it's going to sound like I'm just regurgitating whatever you guys said, but the story was good. I also did not expect that to be what happened. I really thought this was like a haunting movie, and I was okay, this lady. That's what I was thinking. Even by the description, because the description is like she's haunted by the presence of this other, but really Mrs. Danvers is the bad person not mm-hmm. with the bad yeah. person and rebecca the, who we don't see which well yeah but like yeah sure i agree I, with you actually when she was down by that fireplace i thought that it looked just like that fireplace from um the haunting house on haunted hill no, no the haunting the, is it the haunting where they all where the group goes there yeah and it's like all the children are like trapped and their souls like are under trapped. the fireplace oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think that's a haunting it reminded me so much of that. Yes, it came out around the same time as The House on Haunted Hill, but The yeah. Haunting yeah. is the remake, right? Yeah. Of an older movie. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that guy that's in the original one? He's like a big, uh, got the mustache. Vincent yeah. Price. Yeah, Vincent, Vincent Price. Price. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. These fireplaces you could just like walk into. They're huge. Mm-hmm. Is yours that big? No. It's a bummer. I don't even have a fireplace. Uh, the thing Loser. You, or did you guys both go already? Did you go? No. Her we thing you like most about the movie? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go yet? No. I did go. You Stop did. it. I'm sorry. What did you not like about it? <laughs> um, I did think it was pretty slow at parts. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe a tad bit too long. Mm-hmm. I, I had to watch it. I watched it in like two cities. I did it in two cities. <laughs> or yeah, for me, dude. I don't know. That's, that, that was really it for me. There wasn't much I didn't like about it. Maybe a couple slow parts, but that was really it for me. Yeah, yeah I'm the same. Just the length. I feel like the beginning of it was just too long. Like, we could have cut out the part with her and Mrs. Von Hopper, or whatever the hell her yeah. name was, mm-hmm. yeah. and just had, like, those two me, he marries her, and then we get to the house. Cause that's really where the storyline starts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 40, 30 to 35, maybe 40 minutes in, we still hadn't even gotten to the actual storyline, yeah. right? So, but yeah, that's it. We watched it again, Jess. Um, Maybe as, like, a group watch. I would. I'd watch it again. Did you say yeah? Mm-hmm. I can't hear for some reason. I don't know. I just <laughs> oh. I blanked out there. <laughs> Uh, no, I probably won't watch it if I'm being honest. So I turned it on and Abby was sitting in the back room. I was, I was like, I'm going to watch a movie for the podcast. Like, okay. So I turned it on and she like looks over and she goes, is this really what you're watching? I was like, yeah. She was like, I'm going to the front room. So she-, <laughs> she doesn't like old movies. Some people really like hate old movies. Uh, I just find it hilarious that like on, we talked about this on the last episode, but like on like Pretty Little Liars and some of those shows, like that's all those kids yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. I wonder if it's because they can get the rights to those easy and show them without probably. having to worry about. Yeah. That's probably what it is. The copyright stuff. But uh, we rate every movie. Let's jump over to Stabby's ratings. We rate every movie on a zero to five Stabby scale. Some movies get zeros because they suck like the platform. Some movies get fives because they're great like it. Chapter one at the end will average it out and give it the HMC average Stabby's rating for the movie. <gasps> Seth, your movie HMC 134, I think. Wow. Rebecca. 
like I've already said, I like the storyline a lot. I like that the it had different twists. Um, the cast was really good, especially Mrs. Danvers. Danvers. Like the whole atmosphere of the movie. Wasn't much I didn't like other than a couple slow things, but I gave it a four and a half. Wow, four and a half? Holy I really like this movie. Jesus, criminally. Look at this guy padding his stats. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I liked it a lot better than Vertigo. Okay, what? Um, do I like it more? I thought it moved Vertigo. a lot faster, and I don't like Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like Jimmy Stewart either, dude. Uh, do I like it more than Vertigo? what I give Vertigo? I don't remember. Jess, what do you give this movie? Um, so I'll agree with that. I, I did think it was a little slow, um, but I did think this storyline was really good and I thought the casting was good as well. I gave it a three. A three. That's fair. That's a fair rating. Yeah. It's okay. Right? It was much lower than everybody else rated it on Letterboxd, so I was like, uh, ruh row. Mm. They rated it high. What's well, one of those movies, right? That gets a little, uh, uh Yeah. You know, it's like people are afraid to say maybe they don't like it. They're like, yeah. oh, yes. And it's Hitchcock. It's Hitchcock. I have to like it. It's Hitchcock. But I never heard of it until I started looking up his movies. Mm. Like, mm, it's not one of the mm. ones that people, you know, talk about. Yeah. Like Funny story. I listened to this podcast the other day, and they were rating their the their opinion on who the five greatest horror directors of all time were. And one of the guys put Hitchcock in there and couldn't name a Hitchcock movie. Oh. The other guy was like... When did you start liking Alfred Hitchcock? Name a Hitchcock movie. He was like, well, like, Psycho. He's like, oh, he's like, honestly, full disclosure, I just felt like I had to put him in. I was like, man, it's oh a cop. He probably only saw the new Psycho. <laughs> With Vince Vaughn? Yeah. <laughs> the 90s one. That's terrible. That's uh, funny. All right. Um, I like the storyline. I think it was a little too long. I honestly just don't get into these old movies, if mm. I'm being honest. They're just not my thing. Mm. I have ADD, and it kicks in. And I need like flashing photography and scenes that cut every five to six seconds. Unlike, you just need someone to jerk you off during the movie, or that, (laughs) or that. Then I definitely break it into five or six settings so I could get one every every time I sat down to watch it. There you go. um, Overall, I mean, I I liked it. I guess I gave it a two point seven out of five. So not terrible, Seth. It's pretty low, but whatever. No, it's over a (laughs) fifty. Stupid. Uh, let's jump over to some of those other folks that like to rate and review horror movies. Jess, would you like to read the Rotten Tomatoes critics' consensus? Hitchcock's first American film and his only Best Picture winner, Rebecca, is a masterpiece of haunting atmosphere, gothic thrills, and gripping suspense. Wow. You did a great job, dude. Thank you. Like one of the greatest jobs I've ever encountered. That's what I was going for. I assumed as much. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a 98% on 107 reviews. Rotten Tomatoes audience gave it a 92%. Holy cow. On 25,000 ratings, IMDb gave it an 8.1 out of 10 on 143. Man, a lot of people watch this movie, huh? HMC us. We are where you should be going to get your movie reviews and ratings. We gave it a 3.4 out of five or a 68%. So we didn't like it as much as these other folks. It was Jess and I's fault. Cause Seth, you gave it a 90. Yeah. I liked it. Woo. Turned me on. You're the Hitchcock guy. Mm. That's true. <laughs> I want to watch some of these other old ones. He has too. Just 69 of them. Not all of them, but I'll pick some. We'll you just could do dude. Hitchcock again in January. It needs to be on your bucket list to watch every single every film. single one. If you watch one Hitchcock movie every Sunday, I could for the next yeah. year. You would almost have watched all of his movies, but then I won't watch anything else. What? It's like the only night I really watch stuff mm-hmm. is Sunday. Get up in the morning and watch it. Yeah, okay. Hitchcock 
Morning, Sunday morning. <laughs> Anything else you guys would like to say about Alfred Hitchcock's Rebecca? I almost forgot the name of the movie before we wrap it up. Yeah, oh, it's good. And- <laughs> I was going to say that stupid slang term you've been saying, but I forgot what it was. Oh. Bustin' on God. Yeah, it was Bustin' on God on God. Yeah. You say it good, <laughs> dude. Jessica thought it was Cheeks. <laughs> it was pretty Cheeks. This movie wasn't Cheeks. They're so stupid, no. these terms. We should look at our thing. Oh, hey, by the way, you guys will be happy to know. Well, maybe Jess will. Seth's probably like, damn it. Damn it, Josh. I found where I wrote down the rating system. That Remember, we were like, we got to find <gasps> that damn rating system. Yeah, we need a poster. And I know. I agree. Um, it's right here. A five is so great. God damn it. 4.0 to 4.9 Sagudin. A three to 3.9 Smediocre. Two to 2.9 Soke. One to 1.9 Smeh. Can you copy and paste and send that to me? And I'll make a freaking post. Of course yeah. I will, too. Yeah. Zero to 0. 0.9 is Sucked. <laughs> I forgot about Sucked. We haven't had one of those in a while. Since the platform? Probably. When's the last so sucked? It's been a while. I didn't realize that that was one of them. No, I didn't either. <laughs> Here we go. I'll send so that to you good. in a okay. text message. I'll, I'll get a nice a message. made. Yes, you will, because you are the poster gal. So you get like huge, like as big as a Halloween poster. Oh, well, right yeah. there, just giant. <laughs> we yeah. can't put it behind me. I'm going to see it. We'll have to put it somewhere, though. We'll, we'll figure it out. Next to the TV so we can see it. Ooh, I can move the TV. It's on a swiveler. We could put it like above it or something. It doesn't like have to I be could, giant. Make just, it like a longer yeah. poster or something. Out, we'll figure it out. You got this. Yeah, I have faith in you. The utmost. I'm gonna do it. Cool. All right, let's give a shout out to all of our patrons that give us their hard-earned money to listen to us talk about movies and make fart jokes and talk about breasticles and popsicles, dicksicles, lickle dickles, smickles, and learn new slang terms. And <laughs> I hate pickles so much. Really? Do you really? Mm. I love pickles. I like a pickle. Especially <laughs> them sweet gherkins. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. Thank you, too. <laughs> Our newest patron. We have a brand new patron today. Hey, girl. Oh. It's a guy. That's okay, though, too. Aaron P. Aaron is a Kruby intern. I think that's the level he is at right AP, now. AP. We'll call him AP. Thank you, Aaron P., for becoming a patron Kruby. Also, thank you to Rosalind D, Zach F, Brian Hathaway from Don't Go Out There Podcast, Kimberly D, Felicia Connor from Two Chicks and Horror Flick, Caitlin Ashley V, Mark and Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street, and my lovely mother, Nana Stevie Nicks, and Vicky D, because I forgot you, Vicky D, I'm sorry, and Rosalind. <laughs> what? You're lucky I remembered all these people, or they'd be quitting. I had it on there. Oh, the ones just screwed up on the sheet? Yeah, it's okay. It's your first time. My bad. Do you remember it's your fine. first time? Yeah. Was it uncomfortable and sloppy? Or was it quick? It's quick. Like very quick? Mm-hmm. Like? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Mine too. Don't feel bad. I think they all it's are. Fine. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know to pre, you know, prep the pipes first, you know? Yeah. Like, hey, oh, we're going to do it? Okay, <laughs> hang on. I got to go pee. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go pay, take a dump. <laughs> Shoot one into the toilet real quick. Ah, in that case, we're out of here. Bye. Bye, all. I don't know what our next movie is. Hey, Krubies. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more or you want to follow us on social media, 
Jess, where can they find us at? You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Horror Movie Crew Podcast. And you can listen on any major podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. We'll see you next time. Bye, all. <laughs>